Let us remember, we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. It's Friday, the 27th of April, just one week from Star Wars Day, which is May the 4th. Thanks for being here with the Presence Podcast, episode number 117. I'm Rick, and I'm glad you're listening. To tweak what I've heard said at the end of airplane flights, I know you have many audio choices you could put into your ears. Thanks for choosing this podcast for the next few minutes. Even though the glare of the afternoon sun was pretty intense today, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. I've been thinking about wine today, in part because I worked an out-of-the-ordinary Friday night shift at the winery, which offers my second job. So how about if I pour you a glass of wine, although I think a pint of Guinness connects better to the theme of this episode, and I'll share with you about today. I thought I knew what my God's presence moment was going to be until just a few minutes ago, which would have been about 11 o'clock p.m. You see, today was an easy teaching day because my five classes were in our school chapel for most of the class periods. We had a priest visiting who offered a pedagogical or educational walk through the uniquely Catholic practice of Eucharistic adoration. He explained it well, and I did gain some new insights about the value of praying with Jesus as the exposed, consecrated Eucharistic bread. And I did experience the presence of God in the time I spent in prayer with my students today. Yet, gazing in prayer at the monstrance, the gold, sun-like holder of the circular wafer of bread, isn't a practice which speaks deeply to me. Consuming the Eucharist is the core practice of my Catholic faith. Through, through it, Christ becomes physically integrated into my body and cells, and I and we who consume Christ in this way become the body of Christ in the world. While I know that adoration is particularly meaningful for many of my students, it doesn't hold as much for me as I know that it does for them. So, my ambivalence regarding adoration leads me to examine my day a bit further to see what speaks to me more and through what I most experience God's presence. As I mentioned a moment ago, it came as I discovered and watched a new video from my favorite all-time band, U2. I love listening to a wide range of music, and I'm often seeking to discover new songs and bands. And we're living in a great time for this with Spotify and algorithms, which allows that streaming service to pretty accurately predict what I might like and then serve it to me. While I like the new, I still treasure the old, and few bands are older for me or closer to the core of my history than you too. I remember distinctly the first time I heard and saw them. It was July 1985. I was 15, and the event was Live Aid. It was the first concert I watched live on television, maybe even the first concert I saw because I didn't get out to concerts much when I was a preteen, and I was absolutely blown away by U2's performance as a key part of this historic concert, Live Aid, which took place on two continents. I'll see if I can post a YouTube clip of their performance on the Facebook page for this podcast, and if you haven't ever seen it, it is really quite something. The four high school friends from Dublin, Ireland, who are U2, have changed over the nearly 40 years they've been playing together, and I've surely changed a lot, whole lot since 1985, too. Yet they've always created music that spoke of love, faith, and hope, 
within the world, whether it's within the relationship of love or within politics. I listened a bunch last December when their acclaimed Songs of Experience was released. But for whatever the reason, I've not listened to it very much since then. Tonight, when a Rolling Stone article about a new video for one of the songs from that album appeared in my news feed, my attention was grabbed. I'll post a link to this article on the Facebook page as well. The song, one of the grandest, most sweeping, and gloriously hopeful on the album, is entitled Love is Bigger Than Anything in Its Way. The song is about what the title says. There is no greater force in creation than love. This makes perfect sense, as the first letter of John says in one of the most important and straightforward verses in the Bible, God is love. The video for the song, which you can link to through the article, was the bearer of the most distinctive God presence moment, or GPM, for me for the day. I'd like to encourage you to watch the video, so I won't say too much about it here, besides what touched me about it and why it was a revelation of God's presence. It's a series of portraits of Ireland's youth and moments of joy celebrating their individual, personal, unique selves. It's pretty cool and inspiring. Do you try to check it out? And maybe, just maybe, it could bring a GPM for you as well. What singer or group is a core part of your life history? What singer or group has consistently been a valuable part of your life across time? How has this these artists or artists revealed God's presence to you. Thanks for listening and blessings and peace to you.